Hello, and welcome to Be Intentional, the podcast that talks about marketing, mindset, and what it takes to be an impactful entrepreneur. Today, we are going to talk about business and some fundamental things that you need to have in your business to make sure that you're on a solid foundation. Now, I know when I started one of my businesses, there are some things that I didn't have quite in place and some systems and structures that I didn't have in place. And so I had to stop my business and go take care of those to make sure that the things that I were I was doing didn't get interrupted and I didn't have to come to a complete stop so that I could go take care of these things. Because, you know, when you're first starting out, it seems like you have time for everything. But as your business starts growing and as you start scaling, if you don't have certain systems in place, what ends up happening is you have to stop because you have to either choose between going to get more clients or taking care of the clients that you already have between marketing and accounting, building your team and being able to go out and build relationships. And so let's have some fundamental systems in place to make sure that as you grow, your business can grow alongside you without it becoming a burden. And to talk about business. I have a special guest with me today, Tammy Johnston, and she is a business coach, has been doing this for 20 years. And not only is she a business coach, but she also runs a business. And so it's so great to have advice, practical application advice from people who actually have been in the field and know what they're talking about, know what they're doing. I am so excited to have Tammy with us. She tells it like it is. I love the practical application. I love the real authenticity that she brings to the table. And she's just so much fun to get around and to get to know. And so without further ado, Tammy, thank you for being here with us. Hi, I'm Tammy Johnston. And my clients fondly named me the hold your hand and kick your ass business coach, because I'm all about real and about getting things done. I love that. I'm like, that definitely ties into what we do here. Practical application and making sure we actually get those things done. It is a pleasure to have you here with us, Tammy. Talking a little bit beforehand, I love how you described what you do. So if you take a minute and just let us know exactly what kind of business coach are you? Well, I like to refer to myself more like a, a really good family doctor. Everybody needs a family doctor to look after the basics. And then when you need specialized help or you're, you're wanting to like compete in the Olympics or something, then you're going to go to the specialists. But most of your business coaches and stuff that you're seeing advertising all over social media are what I call ologists. And they're wonderful. But if you don't have the basic foundational pieces of your business, you don't even know what you need. So yeah, you're going to see this wonderful Facebook marketing coach. And they're advertising this great program for thousands and thousands of dollars. And so you go and take that. But that wasn't what you needed because there's all these other pieces that you didn't have. And then, OK, you're going to go talk to a messaging coach and you're going to go talk to this other ologist and you're going to get great pieces that you can't use because you don't have the foundation in place. And you're probably <laughs> going to lose an awful lot of money. And unfortunately, most small businesses do not succeed in the first two years they fail and it's not right. because they don't have a good product or service most of them have great product or service the problem is they do not have the basic skills they need to build that business do they have the right mindset because moving from an employee to an entrepreneur 
It is a completely different way of thinking, doing, and acting. Do you have the right habits in place? Do you have the right marketing? Do you even understand who you're marketing to? Who's on your advisory team? Because no matter how brilliant you are, you do not know everything. You can't know everything. And the moment you think you do, you are sunk. But are you getting advice and help from competent, qualified people who actually give a damn? Or are you taking advice from your bullcrass family and friends who have never accomplished anything? Do you understand your financials? That is the number one thing that I have found over 20 years that most people avoid in their business. Unless they're making Mm. lots and lots of money or the place is on fire, they don't want to look at it. They want to abdicate it to a bookkeeper and they're missing so many beautiful, wonderful stories that that their financials can tell them that can help them build, grow and improve their business. But they don't even... They don't even want to look at it, let alone learn the basics of it. What systems are you putting together in your business? Because no systems, no business. It's just a job that owns you. Right. And then do you understand the difference between cash flow and profit? These are the basics for every single business, regardless of industry, service, any of that. When you have the basics, then you can build. If you start building before you've got the basics, you're going to fall over like that condo complex in Miami. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And that is so true because the basics and the fundamentals is what you build everything else on. Mm-hmm. Going back to having to restructure that and rebuild that after it's already developed after you're a few years in, that is a headache. Believe me, because I actually started that way. I started building was like, we're doing great. Hold on. Have to stop the train because some of those support beams are falling out. And before that crashes everything, we got to fix this. And so I love it because that that is definitely right. So what are some common things that you see when people are just starting out that they tend to overlook? Well, like I said, the biggest one is they avoid their financials. They don't want to look at the numbers. They don't want to they don't want to do anything. Um, Another one, they try to do everything on their own because I understand, Okay, yes, money, money, money is tight. And we don't want to be spending it all over the place. So they try to do everything themselves. And I'm all for bootstrapping. That's how I, that's how I started. That's how a lot of my clients start. I've seen a lot of businesses destroyed because their answer to everything was just throw money at it. And well, that didn't work. And (laughs) guess what? They ran out of money. (laughs) They ran out of money. So having, having good advisors, having a commitment to be learning. Every single day, like I, I read every single day. I listen to audiobooks every single day. I take courses. I do all of this stuff. And you need to keep it within range because you can spend 20 hours a day learning, but you have to be able to implement. So right. have, having those, those pieces and getting somebody, you have to be spending time with other business owners. Your circle of friends will totally and completely change. And it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with the friendships or anything, but you are going in a completely different direction. The friends that I had right when I started my business, well, we're still friends and we'll talk about kids and stuff. And a bunch of them are still my clients. Like we get along fine, but we don't socialize much anymore or anything because I want to talk about business and all of this stuff. And they're talking about, well, I got a, 2.3% cost of living raise and the inflation rate 7.9. We're talking different languages. Right. 
Definitely, definitely. One of the things we have two segments that listen to the two segments of audiences that listen to this podcast. One of them are small brick and mortar business owners. Mm -hmm. And the other segment are people who are, and I apologize, not small (laughs) brick and mortar business owners. And then other ones are uh, entrepreneurs who are just starting out. Now for the ones who are already established and are taking a look because, you know, these last couple of years, coronavirus, it really made a, a big headache for a lot of the brick and mortar, a lot of the regional service-based businesses that had to change different things because of regulations, some having to close down, reopen, mm-hmm. close down again, new regulations, pivot, shift. Now, when you're looking at kind of the foundations and looking at your business through those lenses of so many adaptations, so many pivots from outside sources, what are some things that really need to be focused on and make sure don't slip through the cracks? Things that things that you need to be focusing on is is you need to get an awful lot more specific with your marketing. Because most people they do they do what I call shotgun marketing. They just blast it out there and hopefully somebody comes in. Well, that's time consuming, it's very expensive, and it doesn't work very well. And a lot of people they really don't even have a clue who their customers are. And I'm also a big one on who are your customers not. Right. Because sales is all about sorting. Find the people that love you. I'm, I'm, I'm a loudmouthed, opinionated, pasty white woman with, a, with, with, with bad mouth. Um, <laughs> people either love me or hate me. That's fine. Find the people that love you. So if you're already established, find, like, I always say, Put together a list of your 10 favorite clients. And these, that number one, they have to be profitable. They have to be making you money. And figure out, like, where, what, what's the same about them? Like, where do they hang out? What do they do? What have they said to you? And then start putting together that client profile. And then, okay, then what is the best way to be marketing to them? Because there's so many different ways. Like, I've, I do, um, a lot of podcasts. I do a lot of speaking. I do a lot of teaching, um, a little bit of networking. I'm a major introvert, so I'm not the type that goes out and shakes hands and does all of that, but I will on occasion. Some people love going out and doing that. Some people were, are doing well with cold calls over the phone or email marketing campaigns. And some people are doing it on social media and then which social media, because depending on who your clients are, right. are they on Facebook? Are they on LinkedIn? Are they on Twitter? Are they on TikTok now? Right. But you have to know who your client is. And then what is the problem you solve? Don't give a rat's ass about what your product or service is. What is the pain you are fixing for me? Right. No, I love that. In fact, I had a meeting with a client today <laughs> who we talked about that because uh, like myself, I you know we were talking about different ways to diversify. And he's talking about, you know, doing a membership and I'm going to launch some iteration of that next year. But the bottom line, when we were talking about it, we were coming at it from two very different angles. And mm-hmm. I was telling him, hey, no one really cares about being part of a membership. They care about results. Yeah. And that's the last thing. And so, yeah, people don't want to just hang out endlessly and pay you for years on end every month just to hang out with you there they want to solve a problem so make sure you calculate that and your turnover rate is a big so Mm -hmm. looking at your numbers i would think that we're in agreement where your numbers 
can tell you a bigger story of what's going on in your business. Would I be correct? Oh, oh yes. And when, when I'm dealing with like my, my retail clients, like brick and mortars, I'll mm-hmm. have them track their financials hourly. Wow. Hourly. Why? Because the numbers tell you a story. So it can help you figure out, uh, am I open at the right time? So if you're opening up your, your shop or your restaurant or your cafe or whatever it is at nine o'clock in the morning, but the cash register never rings until 1130. Well, number mm. one, why are you doing it? And, and you get to see, okay, well, how come we're always busy at this time on Tuesday? What's going on? Mm. Oh, that's when that massage therapy class gets out. So then they're coming in. Okay, how can I market to them better? What are some other things that are going on in the neighborhood where I can take advantage of that? Okay, if we're always busy at these two chunks of time, and then we've got this bit of time in the middle, what can I do to market to bring in more people in that kind of quiet time? Mm. These are like these are the stories that your numbers can tell you if you're paying attention to them. I have all of my clients spend at least 15 minutes a, d- a week looking at their numbers. And when they first start out, I want them doing all of their own bookkeeping for six months to mm. a year and then hand it off. But when you're actually getting in and you're playing with the numbers and you're doing the input and you're seeing the invoices and you're you're seeing the money come in, you start to be aware and you start to look at it differently and you start to ask better questions where if you just hand it off to somebody you're missing all of that beautiful beautiful valuable information i completely agree and that also ties into what you were talking about before right systems if you don't have systems in place to actually bring you in that data Mm -hmm. you're going to be looking for it everywhere and not know what your company is doing so how do people when they're just starting out, because for some of the new entrepreneurs that are launching here, how do they implement or start developing the systems or even know what systems to put in place? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of biased because I do teach a weekend small business course where it's intense. We get you going. And then I follow it up with a year of like weekly group coaching where we work you through it. But um, so I would love to have anybody come to me so that I can, oh, oh man, the amount of time, money, and grief I can save them. But like I said, there, there are the, the seven things you, mindset, habits, marketing, systems, advisory team, financials, and cash flow and profit. Awesome. And I, I put together, um, a solopreneur self-assessment that you can go and download if you want. And it helps you figure out where you're strong because everybody has strengths Mm -hmm. and then you can build on those, but it helps you also figure out where you're weak or where you didn't even have a clue. And then, okay, those are the areas that I need to get more help. I need to build up my skills because if you do not have all of those pieces, you might be able to get going for a while, but then you're going to have to stop the train because the train's either crashed or it's had a breakdown and then you have to go in and fix it better to pour the foundation properly in the first place than to have to go in and deal with it when it's cracking. Exactly. I 100% agree. So where can people find this checklist? So if you go to my website, ksabusiness.ca slash gift, you can get it for free there. And if you want to book a 15 minute talk with the crazy blonde, she will help you out. 
Great. And guys, we'll have those in the show notes below as well to make sure that you can just click and you don't have to remember every single thing because I know that's tough if you're driving. So we'll make sure that those things are in the show notes. And of course, at the end, we'll also make sure that uh, that Tammy lets you know where she, you can find her and connect with her and all the social media handles. And those will be in the show notes as well. Starting out, having those seven things in place, making sure that everything goes on. You had also talked about you don't know what you don't know, which you guys know. I say that at least once a week here on the show. So I love that you, the fact that you said that as well. Um, just confirmation that we're on the right track. How do you find mentors, advisors? I get that question all the time. Where do you find people that you can learn from if you've only been surrounded by people who haven't built anything and, ha and think you're crazy? What helped me an awful lot when I started 20 years ago was finding a good networking group and a good coaching group. Um, coaching is a wonderful thing. One-on-one -on -one is wonderful, but group coaching is also really good because you get to meet other people that are working on learning with you as well. And I've, I've built up incredible friendships and still do business with um, like 20 years later from people I met in that group. But there's so many different networking groups and, and they're all wonderful in their own ways. You need to just find one or two. You can't be going to five or 15 because networking, it's all about building the relationships, getting to know people, being helpful. If you're going and just shoving your business card in everybody's face, we're going to talk about you afterwards and it's not going to be nice. <laughs> but find one or two networking groups where you feel comfortable, where you are surrounded by other small business people, other entrepreneurs. Some people like to pick a group where everybody's fairly similar, like we're coaches, so we're going to hang together as coaches. And there's advantages to that because you get more specific knowledge. But then there's also big advantages to very mixed entrepreneurial groups mm -hmm. because what you're learning and doing um, might not apply directly to what I'm doing, but I like hearing about it. And then I go, oh, well, that's really cool what Josh is doing. How can I then take that and use that in my business to improve or share that information? So they both have pros and cons, but I would say maximum two networking groups and actively participate. And then usually you find some mentors and some good connections through those. I love it. That's great advice. I, I love the duality of having something specific to your to your niche, but also having something where you can, you know, diversify. Because I, I believe in that too. You you learn a lot from being around different types of people, different types of cultures, different ideas. I would say even people who disagree with you and debate with you, I'm oh, as exactly. long as they're not toxic and they're not saying like you know, putting you down, I'm all for people who have different opinions. I mean, mm -hmm. people say I like to argue sometimes and that's neither here nor there, but <laughs> uh, if it's done respectfully, there's it, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> it actually is, right? It is. It's a lot of fun because one, at the very least, you'll be able to, you know, know what people are opposing and what their, you know, what their hesitancy is. And if not, you don't need yes men around you. You need people who will challenge you and people who will give you different ideas. And if you're going down a hole, you, they need to tell you you're going down a hole. Yeah. Like, this is not going to work. The people that love you and support you are the ones that will go, stop being a dumbass. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I love it. The, the, so, the ones that, the ones that don't care 
we'll just let me let, let me get my beer and watch. <laughs> <laughs> right. I love it. And that actually that brings us to our next question, which is one of my pet peeves is the fact that a lot of business coaches and I, I kind of say quote co- coaches have become this kind of pat you on the back motivational like, oh, you're doing so great. Oh, we're going to give you an inspiration. And they're not actually giving you any knowledge. They're actually not helping you. They're not telling you where errors are. So how do you find a good business coach? Because I know when I was looking, it was so hard to find someone who would go, hey, this is actual business. Mm-hmm. In interview, check out like how 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 is the feel and things like that. You need to be asking them questions like how do they do things? Because I've I've spent, oh my God, the amount of money I've spent on coaches and courses and stuff over over my 20 years is mind-boggling. And a lot of them have been really good, but there's been a few where I'm going, I paid you how much for what? <laughs> right. How much for what? And I'm going, I really don't like doing that. I'd say, yeah, you need, you need to be interviewing them. And then how, like, how are, how are you feeling? And if you're asking them a question and stuff, are they dancing around it and just trying to blow sunshine up your ass where all you end up is a sun, a sunburn in a sensitive place? Or do they actually want to push you and support you and see you actually make the changes? Right. No, I agree. And I, I would even add one more to that and saying, you want someone who's actually done it, yes. uh, done oh, what yes. you want to do. Because I see so many people who are like, you know, I'm a 20 year old life coach. And I'm just like, I wouldn't take your advice. I'm sorry, but I don't think you've lived <laughs> enough yeah. to I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> give me advice on what's I going on. So many, and I'm going, yes, they bring a different perspective, but I'm going, dear, um, you've never like, you haven't accomplished anything yet. You've never overcome anything. You've lived with your parents because that's what you were supposed to be doing. You've right. never had to worry about paying a bill. Like, I'm sorry. What can you teach me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you and want to teach that... me about social media or TikTok, we're all over that. But call me, call right. me a life coach or a business coach. Are you kidding me? <laughs> right, exactly. Someone who's never taken the leap telling you to take that leap, they're not going to know how to build that plane on the way down and what system you need what support system so yeah i'm all for that definitely making sure that that people you know have actually done it and like you you run two businesses so Mm -hmm. you not only do you advise other people but you have to literally run these two businesses and your livelihood business i always tell people you eat what you kill and if you want to eat well you gotta you have to learn to kill (laughs) exactly that's not a negative thing but there's there's so much that you have you have to learn and I want somebody who's been in the trenches, who's who's been through some recessions and some hard yeah. times. And how did you survive? I love recessions. They're my favorite because they're yeah. the ones that sort out the people who actually know what they're doing and are building a business versus just some idiot who was able to put up a shingle when things when everything was booming and business is being thrown at them. Show me somebody who has been through some tough times, survived and gotten better. I love it. I love that. In fact, I, I quote, uh, I think it's Churchill who said, you know, tough times create strong men and mm-hmm. strong men create peaceful times. Peaceful times create weak men. Weak men create tough times. Yeah. Tough times create strong men. And it just cycles that way. And I feel like we've been in such a peaceful time for so long. We're getting a lot of the a lot of the fakes and it's starting to become hard to kind of di- figure out who is what and who actually has done it and who hasn't and all that fun stuff. So I love it. If people want to know more about you, where they can find you and where they can set something up to talk to a real business coach who's actually been through the trenches, who knows what's going on, 
20 years experience, guys. I mean, that's a feat nowadays because most businesses, a lot of places are a year, 18 months, two years. So someone who's been in it and seen it for 20 years, uh, how do they connect with you? So my website is KSA Business. Dot .ca and if you don't know what the KSA it's kick some ass <laughs> business.ca mm-hmm. um or you can email me at tammy at ksabusiness.ca or instagram is where i'm most active and that's ksa.business perfect so tammy any last words of wisdom for our audience you can do it being in business for yourself is wonderful and exhilarating and you have the control which is wonderful and terrifying at the same time but you cannot do it on your own no one can you need to get good help and you need to be committed to doing the work day in day out it's all about your habits and it might seem like nothing's really happening but if you keep it up the the learning the growing the questioning the working on whatever you need to day in, day out, you will be absolutely amazed where you can end up. Thank you so much for being with us today, Tammy. And guys, I know you learned a lot of great, valuable information. And so reach out to her so that you can make sure that your business isn't falling apart from the fundamentals. So until next time, guys, bye. Thank you for spending a little time with me today on Be Intentional Podcast. I would love to connect with you and hear about how you're applying today's message in your marketing, in your personal life, in your business. You can DM me at Josh Oldmost SR, that's J-O-S-H-O-L-M-O-S-S-R, or LinkedIn, Joshua Oldmost, or website, josholdmostsr.com. I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. And if you feel like you would benefit the listeners and that you want to be a guest on the podcast, please feel free to reach out. I would love to hear your story and what you're doing to be an intentional, impactful entrepreneur.